Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. Oh, she's in your dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on a Tuesday. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. In this corner, weighing 203 pounds of solid Russian flesh champion shirtless stallion rider, the world's greatest hockey player, alligator wrestler, rhino boxer, Vladimir Putin. And in this corner... Old A.H. Joe Biden. A.H.? Old as hell. Oh, okay. Biden Putin getting together on a little Zoom call today to hash out the whole Ukraine thing, among other uh, topics. I thought when you said A.H., you're calling Biden something else. <laughs> oh, like an A. Oh, oh yeah. no. Come on. No, I'm better okay. than that. I'm a Christian hope. man, Jack. I would hope you're better than that. All right. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. you're right. That's an unfortunate. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> About an hour from now. Putin and Biden are going to sit down with each other. And, man, I've been reading a lot about the particulars. And I don't know. I don't know. I hope I hope uh, Biden gets the same shots he got before the uh, debates. And he's on his game. And uh, even if you're on your game, I'm not sure if there's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. His massive doses of Ritalin or whatever he takes when he needs to absolutely be sharp. Well, there's some brinksmanship happening. Really, our, our best option is to threaten the Russians' ability to utilize the international banking systems, which they have previously declared would be an act of war. So, I wonder what sort of NATO maneuvers are possible. I don't know how deeply you want to get into this, but I love the idea of every country in NATO saying, 
you know, the Ukrainians, they're nice fellas. We're just going to send 350 advisors from every country in NATO to uh, be in Ukraine. We're unarmed, unarmed, or at least lightly armed. And uh, and we're going to have them uh, spend a little time and educate the Ukrainian fellas and see the sun, uh, see the, uh, the, uh, the countryside and just enjoy beautiful Ukraine in the wintertime. So um, I didn't realize till this morning that uh, the conference call is all of our European allies, too. Now, is Biden going to have a one on one with Putin at the point that the, that everybody's been talking about? Or uh, I couldn't quite tell from the way it's described that the leader of France, Germany, you know, all our big allies are going to be on the call also always or at least at some point. So, I am completely uh, caught unawares. Yeah, about I, mean, that. I was I was, too. So that makes it look a lot different, or makes the conversation weirder. If you it's... know, I don't. That may be misreported. Well, I'm, maybe, I'm scanning maybe. back through because uh, what this says, what Reuters says, is ahead of the first direct talks with Putin on Monday. Uh, Biden discussed the sanctions plan with all the European allies. Okay, maybe the person I heard today was wrong. I don't know. Huh. Uh, either way, that would give you a little. That would be a different conversation if it's. Yeah, us and Europe aren't going to let you do this, as opposed to just us saying we're not going to do it, because then Putin is just, you know, doing the soul read on Biden on whether or not he's willing to back up his talk. Right. And everybody on every corner seems to say military is off the table. Okay, well, if military is off the table, that uh, that changes the negotiations for Putin somewhat. What Putin wants, he might he might still get exactly what he wants. What he wants is for Ukraine not to be a NATO member, so they doesn't have NATO troops on his own border. Um, we might give on that. Might give him at least a ten year guarantee, something like that, hmm. combined with the uh, the heavy good hickory stick we're threatening him with. Uh, who knows? Peace might be prolonged. Hard to say. Yeah, but that would be Putin getting what he wants. So. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, and I'm not arguing on behalf of Putin. I'm just noodling it through. I mean, if uh, Mexico were suddenly and inexplicably to form a close reliance with uh, with China, and then permit Chinese troops in Guadalajara, I mean, that might uh, you could understand our unease. Or on the border, right on the border. Sure, if Chinese troops were lined up. They could see Texas from there. Yeah, we wouldn't think that was cool. Yeah, an enormous Chinese naval base in Tijuana. Tijuana. Good point. Anyway, we'll see how this turns out. It's a pretty high-stakes deal, man. Of course, all the, all the Chinese sailors would probably end up, you know, getting the clap and or, uh, you know, running afoul of the uh, drug cartels. So, well, I don't know. Um, we got a lot more on that and other things. Let's sh- start the show officially. It is uh, Tuesday, December 7th, the year 2021. We are Armstrong and Getty. We approve of this program. Let's launch into action officially, then, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. We have these fear mongrels. Fear mongrels! <laughs> they were a problem then, they're a problem now. <laughs> what was that? That is a clip, and we have the longer clip, of an interview that Jussie Smollett did uh, earlier, uh, a number of months ago, about his infamous case in which he, uh, he suggests that the only reason he's getting any pushback is because it was white men attacking a black man. And if it were any any other you know racial combination that the white supremacists who are trying to deny the reality of the attack would have to shut up and they're just fear mongrels. Gotcha. Then think he meant mongers, obviously. But and Tucker Carlson found that funny. He did, as did I. <laughs> as did I.
Um, cool. And I mentioned the date. It is December 7th, a date that has lived in infamy for the past 80 years. Speaking of naval bases and wars, when we were attacked by Japan. Um, that's a long time ago, 80 years. It is a very long time ago. Although, if you visit Pearl Harbor, you will still see the bullet holes in, in walls and windows. And they got a big ceremony going on today with, I think I read, 30 surviving veterans. Holy cow. Won't be long. There won't be any. Well worth visiting the USS Arizona Memorial. And there are a handful of other memorials which are much less known uh, there on Pearl Harbor. But it's uh, it's moving and, and a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But it's in Hawaii. It is, sir. Mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor is absolutely in Hawaii. Sorry, that has been confirmed. Doubt that I'm going to visit. Um, yeah, so we got some more on that coming up a little bit later, too. The whole date that will live in infamy thing, it's... it's. Uh, I find it interesting that um, a lot of the crowd that l- looks back on those uh, events as a major, major turning point have no interest in current possible major events of exactly the same sort. Um, Fox was huge yesterday on the Russia-China situation, and your other channels are all about the January 6th investigation. I don't know if they mentioned one time uh, Putin and Trump on on, on the MSNBC shows I turned in. Putin and Biden, rather. So, you know, a lot of look back at uh, at, uh, Pearl Harbor on MSNBC, but no, hey, we might have a war starting right now. Right. Kind of an interesting story. I would suggest that if everything they on the left believe about January 6th were true, it was still a blip in history, a unique set of circumstances that will never be recreated. Uh, whereas the storm clouds on the horizon will affect the next, you know, 350 years of human history. So, you know, while I uh, understand you enjoying kicking Trump and his fans, uh, you know, at least spare one reporter to pay attention to the present. Yeah, no kidding. Um, how does mailbag look? It'll be our Marconi. Wow! It's, oh my God! It's just it's it's amazing. It's award they give for broadcasting at the highest level. That's mm. what Joe thinks of mailbag today. That's what I'm saying. Wow! Omicron. I hear, I'm hearing people say Omicron. Ah. Say whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> I I just I know I know uh, anybody who's uh, who I know who's been taught the Greek alphabet says Omicron and Omega, but. I don't care. I think it's going to be the world's least important news story. So call it Omnicron like the president. I, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we got the latest. We will not come to blows over this. We got the latest on Omicron, Omicron, and a variety of other things. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm trying to nail down the rules on fasting before major surgery and coffee. It's like a lot of things out there. They go with the zero tolerance policy, but that's not actually the science. Right. Like talk to the anesthesiologist. He'll say, oh, no, no, no. You're fine with eight hours, not 12 or whatever. And I was just looking up, and there are a number of places that say coffee, as long as it's more than two hours, you're fine. Clear liquids, uh, or, or uh, just liquids like that. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you know, the way we do it in the United States, the same with the pregnancy and drinking. While the rest of the world acknowledges that you can have a drink and you'll be absolutely fine, the science shows that. In the United States, we go with zero. 
We do that I represent science. We do that with a lot of things. Yes, Dr. Fauci, I realize you represent science. <laughs> exactly, because if you tell the common woman that one glass of wine is fine, she will drink 11 because the common people are stupid. And if you tell me I can have a sip of coffee nine hours before my surgery, I'll clearly have an entire bowl of pasta right before the surgery. <laughs> certainly, certainly. The common people are stupid. Uh, coming up on the show, you know those articles you sometimes see, how to know if you're in the outs at the uh, in your job or you're in danger of losing your job? You're not invited to key calls and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. If I'm Kamala Harris, I'd say one of those signs is liberals are planting stories in the liberal media about how you suck. I would steal as many office supplies yeah. as I could if I were her. They are so clearly coming at her from the Democratic Party to try to clear her out of the way because she is not the future. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Malice tweeted last night. He said, outside of Trump, I've never seen the mainstream media try to take a, a major politician down the way they're doing with Kamala Harris. Yeah, it's amazing. Zero to 60 in the last two weeks or so. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. Call me silly. I'm silly. Your freedom, love, and quote of the day comes from Len Bloom, Dan Goldberg, and Harold Ramis. Well, that's a crew. We're Americans, with a capital A. You know what that means, do you? That means our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. We are the wretched refuse. We're the underdog. We're mutts. But there's no animal that's more faithful, that's more loyal, more lovable than the mutt. From the classic and very, very old movie, Stripes. You know, part of the reason I mentioned that, and I probably don't have time to get into this, but... I was reading this, uh, an editorial by uh, Steve Bullock, who was the governor of Montana, ran for Senate. You know, he's been part of Montana politics forever. He's a he's a Democrat in a red state. And he was talking about how the Democratic Party is completely out of touch with the mutts of America. All they run with, and he didn't use this metaphor, but he was talking about, all they run with is the, uh, is the carefully clipped purebreds with pink ribbons in their hair trotting around at the Westminster Dog Show. That's pretty good. And I saw that that quote, and I thought of Steve Bullock and what he was saying. How many of us are mutts? We're mutts. I'm not a purebred anything. We're all people trying to make a living, raise our families best we can. You need to be more like a doll. That's a good point, Coach. <laughs> Mailbag. <laughs> we have received this picture from New Hampshire, the previously mentioned Montana, and Florida. It is a sticker of Joe Biden smiling and pointing and saying, I did that pointing at the price on a gas pump. People are taking these stickers and putting them on gas pumps. That's hilarious. I did that. True international average of pressure. Apparently, it's spreading across the country. Speaking of signs posted on things, uh, Becca writes, seeing more of this kind of thing in Washington State, it is a picture of a vehicle that has two weeks to flatten the curve, written, you know, like they do uh, softball champs on the back of the back mm-hmm. window. Uh, whatever you use for that. Um, and the two weeks is crossed out and lose your job is written in. Lose your job to flatten the curve. Obviously a anti-vaccination mandates right. uh, person. I sympathize with your thoughts, sir, and or madam. Thanks, Becca, for sending that I got to get a booster. It's become pretty clear that uh, people like me who way back in April got their shots need a booster now. I mean, you're for Omicron. Not that yeah. I'm worried if I get Omicron, but. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Ah, yes. Uh, David writes, I'm based in San Francisco and Sacramento, California. I frequently travel for business. Several meetings in Orange County today with Southern California. 
uh, for those, those not familiar. Uh, two different hotels, one restaurant, no mask requirements. One hotel had a sign that said, on Vask must wear a mask, but nobody did. Either everyone in Orange County will shortly die, or two, the good folks in Orange County have refused to buy into the scaremonger's message. Uh, would that two were the case in those other cities? Freedom! Oops, that's not David, that's Dard. Perhaps short for Darden? I don't know. Have you heard any professional scientist, doctor type person say, hey, this Omicron might be the best thing that's ever happened? Because yeah, it seems handful. you have. I haven't yeah. heard it out of a scientist. I've heard it out of you and other like talk show hosts, but I haven't. But I represent it. science. Because it just seems like it obviously is. It's spreading like crazy. It's amazing how fast this thing can spread. But still, nobody's gotten really sick in America. And nobody's died in the entire world. No. Interestingly enough, one of our knowledgeable listeners says, don't don't focus on that. And, and I'll explain why in a little bit. But, yeah, it might have been before you got here yesterday. Um, I, I quoted a bunch of doctors and scientists who've okay. been part of this conversation uh, saying, yeah, it could be. On the other hand, you know, the deaths might be lagging. Uh, who knows? But the point of our, our learned listener was that COVID's going to be with us the rest of our lives, one variation or another. Some are going to be better than others. Some are going to be worse than others. It's going to be just like the flu. Don't use... This one's mild, so we can open up as an argument. Just say, it's with us for the rest of our lives. Let's open up. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. I thought it was well-reasoned. We'll talk about it uh, later. Uh, Logan here writes, well, Logan, I saw 59 tents on my way to work today. You might be thinking I'm a park ranger driving around Yosemite, but you'd be wrong. I was driving into Portland, Oregon on my 14-mile morning commute. Found myself struggling to watch the road and count the tents at times, since many of them were bunched so tightly together. Gotta love Portland. P.S. My favorite clip from you guys is the little kid, the apparently kid who says, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. There you go, Logan. Apparently, apparently, my grandpa watches the Powerball. We gotta play that whole thing someday. Yeah, Do we still have fantastic. it? It's fantastic. I'm sure we could look it up somewhere. It's great. It's so charming. Yeah. Moving on to other fair. Uh, let's see. This is uh, Rob AOC saying the data doesn't back up the existence of the smash and grabs. Remind me, it reminds me of two movie smokescreen lines. Pay it no attention to the man behind the curtain. And these aren't the drones you're looking for. Or one can simply call it the term I hate the most: gaslighting. Oof, da! Please don't utter that word out loud. Yeah, you wrote it, Rob. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be stricken from the English language. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. we got the clip. Let's hear it. It's short. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid, and apparently every time, apparently Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. <laughs> I love that. Love that. Kid's probably 25 at this point. I don't watch the news because <laughs> apparently I don't watch the news. <laughs> And then uh, Joshua on AOC's tone deafness, this is a good point, says, I think the story with AOC, she's just a few days late with the left's narrative excusing the theft. Before the big city multi-smash and grabs uh, hit the news the past week, the narrative from the left was that these businesses were exaggerating the impact of store thefts, that in reality it was changing demographics, rent costs, and online sales that were putting them out of business. She didn't realize the big headlines had broken and everybody was talking about Ah, it. So she was going with last week's narrative. There you go. That makes sense. That actually makes sense. Which Uh is gaslighting. Oh, boy. Uh, The Putin-Biden call and a bunch of other things we need to talk about today. If you miss an hour, get the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The P2P method produces meth that is very strong. So strong it makes the user paranoid, sometimes even violent. Something Eddie Breedwell has experienced for himself. It had me hearing people talking that was, wasn't even talking, but I could hear them in my head, and they were all cops. I sat in the park for three hours, afraid to move off a park bench, because I thought as soon as I got up and started walking that they were going to get me. What would have happened if someone had approached you at that moment? I would have probably freaked out and probably got violent. KGW-TV in Portland that did a major feature on meth, including the so-called new meth, which is actually old meth back again. But it's of astounding purity and available in such enormous quantities, and it's at such a super low cost. It is it is causing severe mental illness in weeks, not years. Okay, so uh, back up a second here. Sure. So um, this is the new meth that you've been talking about since you read it about it in the Atlantic, and we haven't heard about anywhere else. They did mention the new meth? They did, absolutely. So they were talking about the okay. P2P meth. And you're saying it's the old meth? Yeah, it was uh, the biker gang Central California meth of like the 80s and 90s. But um, again, it's much more pure, much more 
plentiful and cheaper now. So people are able to do enormous amounts of it. Wow. Um, which may be as important as the chemical content. I, uh, some folks have sent us information on that. I'm not a chemist. I don't know what to make of it, but um, I'm just going with the experts. So uh, a couple of things. Here's why I'm so excited about talking about this or, or in th- uh, adamant about talking about this, and I know Jack f- feels the same way. Let me flip something on its head. Here I am. I'm a lefty in this scenario. I'm a liberal. I believe government's here to solve the problems of everybody. Here, here's my speech. Drug addiction is a disease. We treat diseases, if necessary, without charge. Physical disease, mental illness, and the disease of drug addiction. We should be treating all of these poor people who have fallen prey to this disease of meth addiction on our streets. But you know who won't let us? Conservatives who are denying over and over and over again that these people have a drug addiction disease. Well, except that it's the opposite. People like Jack and I are yelling, all these junkie camps in your city, on your streets, in your parks, those are not quote-unquote homeless camps. Those are people with an insidious drug addiction. And for reasons that we could go through if you'd like, the left is denying that. Isn't that strange? They just want the zillions of dollars to keep flowing to housing programs and or they don't want to blame the victim, whatever that means. Right. Tell you what, at the point that you feel like you can't say what's true because it's inconvenient, you probably ought to take a look at yourself and your morals and your, you know, your, your priorities. So anyway, that's why we're presenting this. Uh, and coming up, just a blockbuster email from a, a friend of the Armstrong and Getty show who's a, uh, uh, a reformed meth addict. So the format of this report on KGW, they had a couple of experts, a former Lincoln County DA, Lincoln County's on the coast, um, and uh, a lot of drug use out in the rural areas, meth use there as well as the cities. Um, but it also features three fellas who were former tweakers who now have a city job cleaning up the streets and are trying to get their lives together, and they are speaking very, very frankly about what they observed on the streets, which is good. And we heard from one of them, Eddie Breedwell. Um, Let's have uh, reporter Ashley Hoke here briefly, clip 75, uh, Michael. Based on their observations, they estimate the majority of people on Portland streets are indeed using meth. If I were to guess, I'd probably say almost everybody. And it's really sad to say that, but it's true. This cold, you, you know, you don't know where your next dollar's coming from. And, you know, the drug world's big. It's easy to get high. You can't solve a problem if you don't identify the problem, obviously. It seems like maybe we're getting closer to identifying the problem. It, ex- it explains some of the why homelessness ex- has exploded in recent years. And why we're doing such a bad job of, uh, you know, doing anything about it. We, we, we completely misidentified the problem. Now, I never bought the idea that it was high rents and housing prices. That doesn't make any sense. Any normal human being can't afford to live where they're living. They move someplace cheaper. <laughs> they don't become a drug addict and start stealing stuff and pooping in the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's some new drug around that everybody's on and getting hooked on, yeah, 
That that all fits together. That makes perfectly good sense. Unfortunately, as you pointed out earlier, there are billions and billions, billions with bees, billions just for towns already allotted to solving the housing crisis, not the drug crisis. Right, exactly. Now, you might even argue to me that, well, these people became homeless because of high bills and high rents and that sort of thing. Then they got addicted to meth because, you know, you got to do something to pass the time, and and now they're a drug casualty. Okay, well, we got to address the drug casualty thing, or we're just not going to get anywhere. I hearken back to a New York Times story that I brought in. Geez, was it two years ago? It's been a while. They did a big feature, and the, 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 the idea was, you know, how... How you end up homeless, or it was it was supposed to be an example of why homelessness oh, happens. Oh, I remember. And they this, had this yeah. guy who was a sommelier at a very expensive restaurant. That's a wine expert who goes around your table and recommends particular wines. And it's a like super one percenter sort of job and 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 culture that he came from. And he ended up homeless. And this long, long article, one paragraph, two thirds in, they mentioned that. He became a meth addict and blah, blah, blah. But then back to the tragic fact that the sommelier who used to hobnob with rich people is now on the streets. Uh, you you kind of yada, yada, yada the meth addiction. Indeed, that's why he got fired for being yeah, a tweaker. That was the whole thing. Right. The whole thing. And that happens a lot. Happens a lot. Here's somebody on the street. Then they immediately pivot. The average rental price in this town is $1,100 a month. for. What, wait a second. Wait a second. Let's get back to how this person ended up on the street. They're freaking a meth addict. Clip number 76, Michael. Kenneth, a gun violence survivor, believes meth is also playing a big part in the violence in Portland. Gunshots are going off down here left and right. You know, there's areas that we don't even go to because it's too dangerous. 77. The one thing that, that, that I see a lot of is judgment. You know, just uh, what I do out here is when I see somebody in distress, somebody that's having a, a hard time with being, you know, addicted to drugs, being homeless, I tell them my story. I let them know, hey, you know, I was just like you February 27th. I was just like you. You know, I was right where you were. And, you know, I got shot and I made a choice to make a phone call and get a job. And then finally, 78, this is the uh, Lincoln County DA, former. We're seeing spikes in the state hospital. We're seeing all of these side effects play out on the street and in our systems as a result of um, really super potent, super pure meth everywhere. In the bigger picture for the meth problem. My real concerns are that this is probably going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, how could it get worse? Yeah, yeah, I know. How scary is that? So a nice job, KGW TV. Excellent reporting, really. That's what journalism is. That's, Thank you. That's what journalism is supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, if we can identify the freaking problem, we might have a chance. And so uh, this from uh, Al Anonymous. He actually didn't ask for anonymity, but um, I'm going to give it to him just for the heck of it. Uh, guys, hearing Jack mention how he'd met me a couple of weeks ago made my day. This is a gent you've met, obviously. Why I was arrested and booked into jail all the time when I was a bum and a tweaker. Junkie, IV meth addict, experiencing homelessness. He says, and it has in quotes. <laughs> 
Being an undisciplined alcoholic and addict, I seldom showed up for my court dates, frequently picked up new charges on top of old warrants, mostly petty crimes, uh, citations, infractions, no bike lights, camping, trespassing, drunken public, petty theft, burglary, possession of stolen property, possession of drug paraphernalia, assault, etc. Policies like AB 109 and Props 47 and 57, Cal Unicornians know what they are, they decriminalize crime, were bragged about in jail and criminal circles. Inmates educate each other how to take advantage of these laws, and new policies like no bail. Meth became a misdemeanor right after I got clean and sober. I barely dodged that bullet. Wow. He sees oh. it as dodging a bullet that they made meth a misdemeanor. He might still be doing it. The decriminalization was a bullet he dodged. Interesting. I was last arrested April 11, 2014. I've been out of Yolo County Jail two weeks. Had already missed a court date. Loss prevention at Save Mart stopped me stealing beer on a Friday afternoon. Wow, that's probably the last time that's happened. I didn't have an ID, so the Davis police came to identify me, arrested me on a failure to appear warrant. I pleaded with my conflict attorney and the courts to hold me. Pleaded with them to hold him so as to end the vicious cycle. Well, it's a good thing COVID wasn't going on, my friend, because that's another bullet. The bullet of compassion that kills so many. That's pretty good. I just came up with that on the fly. Anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. my crimes were not serious enough for long-term incarceration, so I was placed in the county mental health court, which is the newest diversion program at the time. Uh, they funded my 90 days stay at a uh, Walter's house, <clears throat> which funneled me into a 12-step program, AA, getting a sponsor, working the steps was part of the curriculum requirements back then. At least two crucial steps in my recovery experience have since been removed. Wow. One, getting arrested and going to jail. Or consequences, as he writes. That's been removed. The bullet of compassion. Two, going to AA. Walter's House and other state-funded rehabs like it can no longer require as part of their curriculum that clients attend AA or NA because of the God part yeah, in the 12 steps. I know. Separation of church and state. Right. Even though it's not a religious thing at all, it doesn't matter. No. When I was shoplifting, I often walked into the business like I own the place. Had even one occasion asked the hardware store employee to open the case for the bolt cutters for me, only to bypass the whole paying at the counterpart. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that told me that uh, when you get locked up, you lose all your stuff because homeless people don't look out for each other, and you have to start your life completely over. And the first thing you do is go to the hardware store and steal a bolt cutter, so then you can get yourself a bicycle, you know, and then you got transportation, and you just go from there, rebuild your life until you uh, get caught again. All those bikes you see in the junkie camps, friends, he writes. We're usually from the campus dorms, uh, or the college campus dorms or various uh, apartment buildings. Bike trailers were hard to come by, but worth a lot in the bum black market. Um, uh, I stole tents uh, from a variety of places, all the stores. Uh, strategically stole beer, liquor, food, dog, food, clothes, merchandise by rotating stores so as not to blow uh, one spot too many times in a day. Similarly, I sought camps between jurisdictions, um, but since April 11, 2014, I've not used drugs or alcohol, and it just so happened since that I've not experienced homelessness, <laughs> been arrested, or been committed to a psychiatric pos- hospital. That's great. So you see, the rent was too damn high. Being as house, seeking and maintaining stable housing was not real high on my priority list. In actuality, the cost of being a degenerate bum and junkie was too damn high. Um. Uh, yeah, he's a good I, dude. He's the one that told me that uh, the real ballers, as they called them out in the in the homeless world, were the the people that had found a way to get on disability, right? And get their checks. 
He mentions that, actually. As Jack mentioned, I did not pursue the government handout lifestyle with the homeless ballers, but rather I found purpose and satisfaction in his new job, which he describes and as a contributing member of society. Unfortunately, my father is a homeless heroin addict in San Francisco. Mm. I believe he's on disability living in a city-funded hotel room. The complacent state of mind he is surely experiencing is far from compassionate. Thank you, A.G. Crew, for all you do to simultaneously keep me entertained and informed as I'm uh, trucking the roads of happy destiny. Uh, Al, congratulations, buddy. Could not be happier for you. Do your best to, you know, keep on keeping on. And thanks for telling the truth. We're not we're not saying this because we like want to judge or look down on drug addicts. I don't particularly want zillions of dollars of my tax money wasted because we're treating the wrong problem. Okay, maybe that's a little selfish. But seriously, if you have an ounce of human compassion and you see all these junkies in their camps, just mentally ill, scabby, their teeth falling out, the rest of it, but you're more interested in money flowing to your little cause than actually helping them. I accuse you, lefty America. I accuse you. And uh, the other part of it is just if you're just unaware or unwise or dumb enough to think that hey give them a check give them a monthly check and they'll get back on their feet that's the one thing that's going to guarantee they don't get back on their feet the rent is too damn high the the rent's too high (laughs) i've said this many times i'll say it again briefly because we have to take a break how many of us fellas ladies Sometimes you were on the straight and narrow because it was the right thing to do, uh, you know, morality, religion. And sometimes you stayed on the straight and narrow because the repercussions for leaving it was something you didn't want to deal with. Be too unpleasant. So you did the right thing because you had to. Enabling people to ruin their lives with hardcore drugs is not compassion. That was some good stuff. Really good stuff. Any comment on any of that? Are, uh, coming up, we need to talk about, um, uh, I had a good tease, it flitted out of my head. NBC News has acquired the Supreme Court Commission report. There's some interesting stuff in there. We need to talk about what our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%.
Identity theft protection starts here. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. CNN announced over the weekend that it has terminated host Chris Cuomo. And if you're wondering what you have to do to get fired from CNN, Jeffrey Tubin still works there. <laughs> and if you don't know it, I don't uh, Google it. <laughs> I don't uh, Google it. <laughs> Why? And you got uh, Don Lemon, who's being sued for sexual harassment for sticking his hand down a guy's pants and harassing him in a bar in uh, like uh, the Martha's Vineyard or something like that. So, heck, they might lose their entire staff to sexual harassment. I like the Babylon Bee headline, unemployment rate among Cuomo's hits 100%. <laughs> That's good. You know, I had a rethinking of this over the weekend. Um, so I've never seen this Cuomo guy on CNN I've never seen a minute of his show, um, uh, but he was the top-rated guy on CNN. I didn't know that, and he made six million dollars a year. Woo! And he Man. got and he got fired the other day, and he should have been fired. Now, some of, some of the response was he was helping his brother. That's what people do. That's a normal thing to do. That was Tucker Carlson's argument. I think we talked about that some. And you're helping your brother by uh, he was digging up dirt on people. Women that his brother had sexually assaulted. He was digging up dirt with the, the with the power of his position to discredit these women. Excelsior! I, I would not help my own brother if my brothers are listening right now, and they probably are. I would not help you if you did that. No, no. I will remind you. My argument was I knew he was a lying hack, and so <laughs> his exposure as a lying hack as reason for termination seems a little odd. Yeah, but no, he, that was my only argument. He was actually using his various uh, journalistic connections to try to come up. He one of the women who uh, I don't remember which one it was. Um, one of the women that I'm sure credibly. Uh, accused uh, Governor Cuomo of uh, grabbing her boob or whatever. He went back and got some high school info about her. Oh, the younger Cuomo did oh. to try to ruin this woman to help his brother. That ain't okay. Right, right. Well, and then there was some old uh, allegation of sexual harassment or an allegation from his old job that's come forward now, and and so they figured all right that's enough but the the funny thing is jeff zucker who runs cnn was aware of a lot of this for the longest time um but finally you know the cost got too high to keep the guy around so he fires him uh but he he makes grand and and, and moral pronouncements about cnn can't have the sort of conflict of you knew exactly what was going on for months and months right please you made a math decision which is fine but yeah, they're mobsters. The Cuomos are mobsters, obviously. We can be better. We can reach higher. Excelsior. 
Um, in electric car news, woman woman gives birth in fancy Tesla while stuck in NYC traffic. I was talking the other day about how the self driving mode on my uh, my Tesla in traffic is amazing. That's when it's it's got its best uh, feature. Yeah, I was doing the hands free steering thing the other day for the first time where I don't steer, and and Henry, my son, couldn't stop screaming, "Dad, Dad, put your hands on the!" It just made him scream. <laughs> he he didn't trust the car the way I did. I was leaning back with my head behind my hands behind my head. Nice. Closing my eyes. <laughs> Way to terrify your boy. I was just trying to show him the technology. <laughs> but this woman, she was stuck in traffic and put her uh, her Tesla X in uh, driver mode and had a baby in the back seat. Well, you got to keep your hands on the wheel, right? I wonder if she just put her legs up on the wheel, you know, <laughs> to deliver the child. I want to talk about this new electric car that's the car of the year for Motor Trend, and it's not a Tesla. So there's some, some uh, good stuff out there. We do have to talk about the Biden-Putin FaceTime call that's about to happen in mere minutes and what that all means for the world. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.